0: Do you wanna know why I read the Bible? My Bible is green. It has the word inspire on the front. It has butterflies all over the pages inside and it has space for me to color. I don't really color in it. For some reason I get stuck and I just feel stopped up artistically, which is weird for me because I always did art, but I think it was intrinsic. It was from my heart. It was not a biblical thing um the bible for me intrinsically is because i've studied the word for so many years as my escape to god who was my best friend through high school and different things until Maybe I met. There was one person who I felt I could open my heart up to and I was safe and we could speak on a par. And that was my ex-husband. Adrian. But see, there's one difference. There's a problem when you speak cerebrally, but you don't have understanding of another person's heart or soul. And this is the greatest lesson that I've learned. But in doing so, I've learned after the breakup. So much more about myself, and I returned to who I was and why I chose Christianity, why I chose the church and life and love the way that I have, and the way that I fought the world was because of to survive. And so now I'm deciding a new way, which the Garden of Eden, the song that I've written, this. Weekend this week, it might be this past week when you hear this. Um, But um, the Garden of Eden is a peaceful place, you know. Blue Stream—it's the concept of no boundaries. You can do anything, but in my life, I've had this space of no boundaries for over a year, and and the restructuring of what I've done in my own body soul spirit mind mental capacity everything has been exceptionally wonderfully horrible and um, emotionally excruciating and trying time of my life but here it's been the re- the relax release of boundaries has made me find myself and had the ability to spit out my cherry if you will and like if you got a cherry stone stuck in your throat and you spit it out okay but this is like a cherry it's like it's like uh it's like my heart but it's not my heart like, if I spat out my heart, I would die, right? It's a cherry. It's But I have this imagery of, like, it being in my stomach. You know how you get, like, <laughs> I've been eating so many chocolate-covered espresso beans lately. And those are so bad for your stomach lining, I believe. I can do research. I can look it up. I just don't have the mental, I don't have any motivation to. So if you want to do that, please do and share a link, um, on your research, because I think it's important for people to realize what they eat and put in their body is really bad for them. But I had a lot of acid in my stomach yesterday, on um, Friday, and I just, I think it was a mix of tomato soup and <laughs> it sounds terrible now that I'm, um, chocolate covered espresso beans, and tea and stress you know divorce children not children fighting the di- fighting to not do school you know all those kind of things um it's virtual school right now so fighting those basic things but back to the garden of eden i was looking at psalm 23 but it's not good enough for me as in psalm 23 is amazing and incredible but it's imaginary and the garden of eden needs to be real in my life i'm not going back to some prehistoric time where i don't know some some earlier time where like life is unhappy like i should be happy and i i found contentment a week and a half ago but then my as i found contentment i started questioning and fresh getting frustrated with the world around me and i'm not letting this happen again and i'm just like so done I'm just, son. Um, I'm done. You know when you say things and you're just like, Harmony, why would you say that? I mean, you don't say that, but I'm just... I... I guess I'm pausing myself here to do something you know when you judge yourself too hard your brain hurts like you're trying to fit in a box you're not trying to fit in a box you're trying to be free to be yourself but you don't like how you're acting and so in a sense you're putting yourself in a box you're trying to put yourself in the lines so that you be you act like the person you want to act like (laughs) and then your heart your brain hurts you're first you're frustrating me it's like you're saying you're frustrating me harmony Aw, give myself a hug. (laughs) It's okay, baby. (laughs) But it's not okay. I don't want to frustrate myself or anybody else. And then I look over to my Bible and there's inspire. it's just like, you know what? I can't inspire anybody if I'm not inspired. Like, how the hell? (laughs) <laughs> how the hell do you inspire well i know how you inspire yourself for you know what you do you learn from someone who was inspired there's a blog i wanted to do once um inscribe uh light inscribed it was all of these uh people who believed in god and their encounters with god It never took off the ground. I think I had three or four posts. I think Adrian even wrote one, which was like amazing. And, um, that was my heart and my dream at the time. Um, taste. Yeah. So taste of freedom is a little more than that. More like that. But what I found, what I find is that inspire, you can inspire others. If you're not inspired, you can do it. Uh, but you can, but being it and living it is a totally, from a totally different place. So why be kind to others when they're not kind to you? Well, because you're a kind person. Shocking, right? Like, it's not about how the world is. It's like you be. I'm learning this from my friend, Matt. So like, you be the kindness and don't, He's not like me. Like, he doesn't care. (laughs) Like, people are not nice. I'm getting to that point, but I think you have to get so brazen in the world. You have to get so brazen to, well, maybe even believe that people do care. Because people do care, but they don't act like how I. Oh my gosh my preconceived notion is is that people don't care but they do people everywhere care that's why they're so frustrated and angry and they just don't know how to evoke change in a positive loving light filled way and i don't like that so much i really wish that like people were happy and nice And I'm really good at, I'm not good at fighting the way that the world is. I'm good or I'm better at at fighting in a teaching way, which empowers way. It's because, um, and I'm figuring that out, my message, because... This last week, I needed to be empowered. But all of my life, nobody empowered me. I mean, my parents empowered me in certain ways. But they also shut me... Like, they didn't empower my heart and soul. And that's what I needed. That's what I've been needing the whole time. Like, I felt most empowered by my ex-husband. And... Maybe not... I don't even know how to... like, it was a fight, but like, we we did great work together. We could work, like, we did great. The problem was, wow, wow. wasn't that. The problem was rest. I've had to learn to rest again. I never, i never rested. My family, my parents, my family can rest. Adrian <laughs> makes a comment. Whenever we go somewhere on holiday, your parents are like up at the crack of dawn and we just go everywhere and he would be exhausted. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, because like we're here and my their views, we're here. There's lots to do. We've only got a short time, like a week or two. And like we got to see and do everything. (laughs) And Adrian grew up in a house where video games and TV were the norm. And so... Doing stuff like for me is exciting cognitively and my heart is excited, but my soul was not at peace. And so I'm revamping my lineage, my family, not really my lineage, it might just be my core family, well, my parents, you know, and then my family with my children, I'm redesigning it because... It was, it looked completely different and more like my parents in some ways when I was married to Adrian, And so now I have to corely shift everything. So welcome to the end of my review of what's going to happen. in my podcast from here on out, a taste of freedom a taste for freedom a taste for life tasting